I'm Jack Draper. Shout out to Quality Shot Tennis. Emirata Kanu versus Bianca Andreescu is a highly anticipated matchup for the first round of the Miami Open 2023 tournament. The Masters 1000 tournament is stacked, but this is arguably the match of the first round. It's US Open champion from 2021 versus US Open champion from 2019 and Brit versus Canadian. It is a really hotly, hotly anticipated matchup, as I said, and I very much am looking forward to this one. So what we're going to do is we're going to break it down, do a preview and prediction on it. So first of all, I'm going to talk about their form uh, throughout the last few weeks and also their style of play and then talk about how they might match up against each other. And on top of that, we will then finish off with a prediction on who I think is going to come out on top and conclude as to why, given the points I've gone through. So let's get into it. So Emirata Kanu and Bianca Andrescu are two players who are very popular on tour. We know that. And still pretty young as well. Uh, both still have uh, a lot of room for improvement, but seem to have pretty high ceilings, in honesty. But they have two very different games. So for Radicanu, her game is mainly based upon being offensive, wanting to take the ball early, trying to go down the line early as well, to rush her opponents and get on the front foot, trying to shorter points if possible, transition forward and come to the net when she can as well, and finish at net. On top of also serving pretty big, hitting her spots, um, and being aggressive in her general play. For Bianca Andrescu, she has a slightly different type of game, arguably more diverse in the way that she plays, not quite as offensive, more as someone who is able to utilize a few different tactics. So she's able to slice and defend really well laterally and also um, forward and backwards as well. I think Radicanu defends pretty well herself, but Andrescu, I think, is another level defensively. Covers the ground extremely well as well. On top of that, her return game, uh, like Radicanu's, to be fair, is also very, very good. Um, her serve is not quite as potent, I would say, as Radicanu's, uh, but her ground stroke game is very, very good for the most part. She's got a lot of layers to her. Her backhand isn't really a real weakness, and she's able to stick with um, the best of them we saw last week in Indian Wells against Fiontech. She pushed her to a tie-break in one of the sets, and she played some really, really good tennis. And, you know, that second set goes another way. Probably should have won it. Goes to three sets. Who knows who wins that one? Fiontech hasn't been taken to three sets yet this year. Uh, so it would have been an interesting position for her to be in. So for Andrescu, it's all about how good she is defensively how cleaning she strikes the ball, the angle she finds as well. She's a very clever player, can slice and dice when need be, and can also, uh, you know, can also hit winners as well. Um, she can. She's not the type of player who is just going to lob the ball up and, uh, you know, she <laughs> and slice and dice and be very, very defensive and counter-punching player. She does have those attacking layers to her game, but... With her, she is a more balanced, I would say, player. Whereas I feel like if you had a, a graph or a chart, you'd see, you know, Andrescu almost in the middle if we're talking about mid attacking and defensive uh, ability or style of play. I feel like with Radicardo, she'd be more towards the attacking um, part of that graph. <clears throat> so we talked a little bit about their style of play. I think for Radicardo, it's going to be really important that she serves well. 
Um, I think both players have to serve well because if I'm being honest with you, Andrescu's serve, let's talk about serve and return dynamic first. Andrescu's first serve and just her serve in general is still not up to scratch. Now, she talked about this in an interview, actually, with The Slice, another YouTube channel. Um, so do check out the interview um, if you're interested. And it was about a year, year and a half ago, I think. And she said that she wants her serve to, one, be more consistent and also get more out of it. It's still a work in progress, it is. She's able to hit her spots at times. When she doesn't hit her spots, though, it can be... I mean, it can put her on the back foot straight away, even the first serve at times, um, or straight into neutral. And as a returner, that's really good as well. And it gives you a good opportunity to then break. I feel like she's always in danger of potentially getting broken um, when she's serving like that. When she has a good serving day, her first serve percentage is up. She's hitting her spots. As with most players on tour, uh, she ends up being more comfortable, of course, behind her service game. The second point is behind her serve, her one-plus shot is not necessarily the best, I would say. Uh, not necessarily as potent as it could be. I think at times uh, she maybe waits a little bit to pull the trigger, uh, maybe because of those slight defensive tendencies at times. Um, so that's a little bit about her serve. Now, I think Radicanu, in my opinion, would pounce on the second server Andrescu. I think that's a real sticking point for the Canadian. And that's why I really do think she needs to make a lot of first serves in. Because if she doesn't get beyond the 60% mark, I think I think it's going to be difficult. <clears throat> I think it's going to be really, really difficult. Um, because <sighs> I think Andrescu as I said, a very varied player. But for Radicani, she will step in. She'll step inside the baseline. She'll take the return early. And she won't try and make Andrescu pay when she can. Now, that's a problem for Andrescu. Defensively, she might be able to get away with some points at times. But others, probably not. Um, probably not. So, something to look out for. For Radicanu, now... I think for her, it's going to be interesting because her serve, I would say, is more potent than Andrescu's. But I would say Andrescu's returning is probably better. I would say just a bit better. Does it level out? No, I actually think Radicardi probably edges a serve return dynamic, if I'm being honest with you. If she serves 60% first serves in and hits her spots, she should get some success, at least um, a majority of success behind that first serve. Because one, her first strike normally is pretty offensive, and she tries to be proactive on it and try to get on the front foot straight away. And if she executes it properly, she tends to then go on to win the point. And she will try to take the ball early as well, try to go line early when she can, and she doesn't want to let the returner settle. Um, so that first serve is really key. The second serve, I know she tries to hit with quite a bit of pace, but for me, it's still, there's something about it where there's a lack of spin or something about it that just looks like it sits up a little bit. It's still not the second serve that I think she needs to have. I think she needs to work on that a little bit. It's not as bad as Andrescu's, but it's still something to work on. I think Andrescu will pounce on that as well and put Radicano on the back foot. And Radicano is not as comfortable on the back foot as Andrescu is. She's not. Defensively, she's not bad. But that's not where she wants to be. She wants to be inside the baseline, whereas Andrescu is comfortable behind the baseline. If needed, she will 
tend to be competitive even in those types of situations. What I would say for Radicanu is she needs to utilize not only you know, hit a spot on server and be aggressive behind it, but she needs to try and use angles. Andrescu is, in terms of her fitness and her ability to cover the court, extremely good. But like anyone on, on tour, for the most part, if you put them in an uncomfortable position on the run or uh, in a rush position on court, it's very, very tough. Uh, and that's for both players. I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of uh, exchanges where both players try to vary up. Andrescu likes to come to the net as well, as does Radicanu. So we're going to see some approaches, some net play. Interesting to see who actually is the one that comes out on top in those exchanges. Because I feel like in terms of passing shots, I would say actually Andrescu is probably a better passer. But I would say Radicanu may be a slightly better volleyer. So that probably evens up. But then from the back of the court, I would say the longer the rally goes on, the more chance Andrescu has of winning it. Um, because I feel like her shot tolerance is better. Uh, and I think she's able to be more consistent as well. And defensively, as I said, if she, uh, at some point in the rally, if she's on the back foot, I feel like she's the best out of the two of elongating it. But for Radicanu, though, She'll be looking to win those majority of points, zero to four shots, four to eight shots. If she wins those, she should be okay because these courts are a little bit quicker than Indian Wells. They're still not particularly quick, but they're quicker than Indian Wells and they're quicker also than the court that they played on in the past, which is their only match that they played where Andrescu won, but Radicardi retired after the first set, after losing the first set, that is, uh, in Rome last year in May. Now, of course, that was on clay. A very, very slow surface for the most part. Although Rome is, in all fairness, I mean, it's not super slow as a clay court, but let's just say it's slow because it is a clay court, so it's still slower than Miami and Indian Wells. And I think that actually suited Andrescu, in, in my opinion. I think the slow conditions probably help Andrescu. I think Radicanu, there's like a sweet spot for her. I don't think she necessarily loves the super quick courts because then players are able to deflect um, easier and if they're, if they're defensive type players they can use the pace um, on top of also if you've got players that are huge servers that's a real advantage I feel like this slower hardcore you know surface is her sweet spot and she won the US Open of course in 2021 and that was a, a bit of a slower hardcore not as slow as this but still there or thereabouts so what I would say is this is going to be a really intriguing tournament for me. I really think it's going to be. And also this matchup, I think, it's a real 50-50. It's a toss-up. It is, in my opinion. I just think there's a lot of things to consider. Um, I think, you know, when we talk about forehand-to-forehand, for example, maybe Radicanu has a slightly better forehand. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Offensively, yes. Defensively, probably not. Backhand-to-backhand, Pretty even, I would say. Um, but Andrescu's probably got a bit more variation. She can slice. Uh, both players will try and play the drop shot, by the way, at times. And that's what I think makes this really intriguing, is I think both players have quite a bit of variation, sorry, a bit of variety even to their games. I think Andrescu, as I said in the, in the past or earlier on in the video, has a bit more. But Radicardi has it as well. She'll serve and volley at times, um, or she'll at least transition and come forward during a service point or when she can, if she ha gets a short ball to attack. She's not the type of player to pounce on a short ball and then go back onto the baseline. She will try and come forward when she can. Um, she'll hit the drop shot as well. Um, 
not as much slicing and dicing and mixing of pace. I mean, Andrescu did something against Sviantec where she hit a few moon balls against um, Sviantec to try and disrupt her rhythm. If Raducanu comes out swinging and timing the ball really well and builds a lead, I can see Andrescu doing something similar. Now, she's not going to just completely go to moon ball tactics every single point or every single shot, but it'll be something she'll throw in there as a little bit of a, a you know, wild card um, when they get into exchanges from the back of the court to, to disrupt rhythm, to get her, to give her time even from a defensive point of view. And it's clever. It is. So prediction time. Well, Andrescu leads the head-to-head 1-0, as we said. It's a different surface, though. Now, the question is, who do I go for? Now, in my bracket, I'd actually, I actually went for Andrescu. But after talking about it, I think I might have to change my mind when I do my ultimate prediction or final prediction in this video. In all honesty, I think I'm going to go with Raducanu. I think Andrescu played better against Sviantec, in my opinion, when they played each other last week. Raducanu also played against Sviantec. She played some decent stuff, but didn't play as well. But I think... I'm just thinking about styles, type of court, the serve return dynamics as well. I'm going to go Raducanu in three very, very tight sets. I wouldn't be surprised if Andrescu wins in straight sets, all three, or if Raducanu wins in straight sets either. I think this is genuinely, this is as 50-50 as you get, in my opinion. Let me know your guys' thoughts as well. Really interested to hear what you guys think of this matchup. Are you excited for it? Who you think is going to win as well? On top of that, guys, please remember to like the video, subscribe if you're new. 80% of you watching these videos aren't subscribed, um, so please do subscribe. If you're watching it, you may as well subscribe. It just means you get alerted to new videos. And uh, there's no spam or anything. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And it helps us out a great deal. Also, thank you to all our members, of course, as always. And thank you to everyone listening on podcast platforms. Leave a rating or review if you haven't done so already. Thank you, guys. Stay safe and well. We'll see you on the next video.